living ageless and abandonment. This is a really, really hard subject because I've seen in my lifetime how abandonment issues can roll out and how a person can have that that term like in the pandemic, long haul. The people that's being affected by the pandemic, but yet once it's over, it's not really over. It's kind of like that. You still have that long haul. You still have the labored um, and uneven breaths and um, the coughing or whatever the the, the symptoms, the long haul that they have after the pandemic. And it's, and it's kind of the way that I see abandonment issues. That, you know, people spend an inordinate amount of time forcing people to stay in their life or keeping situations or circumstances in their life that is not for their highest good. And possibly because of trauma bonding, they'll bring a person into their life that is not even able to give them the love or the attention that they actually need. And if you are in that space of, of dealing with abandonment yourself, you, you continue, you continue trying to make that round piece fit into that square. And I don't care how hard you work at it, it's just not going to work. At some point, you have to love yourself enough because then they're not going to, to leave the situation or the a circumstance. They're not. Because they find when they're dealing with abandonment issues, if you are giving them those temporary assistance and they can feel good for a minute, there's no reason for them to leave. But what happens is at some point, the process of the abandonment issue gets unbalanced. And some one person may find a way to navigate through the illusion. You know, the illusion of what the abandonment brings with it. And so that, to me, is a part of them healing. And the other person may not be healing. So they have no reason to leave because... Everything is fine as far as they're concerned, the dysfunction. And as I read in this book, What Happened to You with um, Bruce Perry, uh, um, Dr. Perry, and Oprah Winfrey, you know, we don't know how deep a person's trauma has been or how they're going to come out of it or maybe... They're just so comfortable in it. They're not trying to leave it. 
but as the other persons begin to heal and grow by whichever means it is. Is it through church? Is it through spirituality? Whatever they choose, and as some people say, witchcraft and all that other stuff. I don't know if I want to go there with all that um, because people have opinions and they're entitled to their opinions. But that's what it is. It's their opinion. We don't know. We don't know how people are having to get on that log and go across that river to get to that solid space. You know, a lot of guys, when they come out of prison, they may resort to Muslim teachings. I'm not going to knock them because they're looking for structure. And that's what religion and church give us structure. Where we need to know that it's not okay to marry your sister. It's not okay to marry your brother. It's not okay to be intimate with a cousin. It's not okay. So we need structure. And it's a way of bringing order to chaos. How that person chooses to bring order to chaos. If they feel they need to, to burn sage every day or incense every day, that's really their business. It's nobody's business that this person is feeling the need to cleanse out their space the way they cleanse it out. And so that's what that is. And when people have these difficult situations and someone is always judging them of how they decide to move through the matrix who's the worst of the two the person that's judging the person that is not being mindful of another person's position in life and I do overstand especially when you don't know a person's upbringing and background and uh, religious beliefs and stuff, I'm sure that sometimes we can clash. We can clash. But the truth of the matter is, any way that it, you cut this pie, if it does not serve your highest good, you walk away from it. You give it your best. And you walk away from it. Or you spend your time trying to force feed another individual to see things my way. Gotta see things my way. And that is a lunacy. It really is. Except that this other person may not be on your level. It may not be on your level because every purpose, everybody have that different purpose. Their purpose may be just totally different from yours. Your purpose may be to take care and soothe children in the world or to advocate, or be an advocate for children. But their purpose may be to be an advocate to cats or dogs. Okay, so do you bring this together or do you continue button heads over it? So... You know, I, I'm, I look at 
some of my family members and I see how abandonment have affected them and how they're having all those all that wreckage to go through all that wreckage which was their reality would and, and build and pick up the things that he can uh, or she cannot use anymore from that wreckage because that is their reality but a lot of times people will choose to substitute that reality by finding ways of getting those temporary assistance and that can go from pills to drugs to alcohol or whatever because they're not willing to stand in that being uncomfortable of being abandoned so they continue trying to find ways of blaming themselves I can recall a lot of things that happened as a child how I internalized it very differently. I, I just internalized it and felt like somehow I played a role or I made this happen. But that's because of the brain stem reading this book, how it does not know time. It's, I guess it's time and space. It's spatial. It doesn't know. So when those things are pre- it at a later time you go back into that space of thinking that somehow you made it happen and it's not true there is some people I am totally convinced come hell or high water they're just not choosing happiness even with the abandonment issues. They're not choosing happiness. So I don't know how you put a face on a person that's not choosing happiness. They don't have to be evil. They don't have to be this and negativity and witches and all this stuff. They don't. They just can be unhappy and not choosing Mm -hmm. or making a better choice of being happy. So they know they only they just feed on being unhappy and keeping other people around them unhappy. That's what works for them. I have a visitor here right now. It, again, it's this young family member, and I have to redirect constantly. I actually came up with a safe word, which is blue, to redirect. But it's also dealing with abandonment issues. And it's having to sift through that distorted perception of reality and finding a way within itself to become stronger through the adversity. There's a pace that that's going to happen. I cannot speed up that pace. I can redirect it. I can even do behavior modification because sometimes that doubling back does work. Sometimes that person can be in that space and you can say something to lighten the load. It could be just something funny. But it can get them out of that space and now they can open up to 
receiving something else in the space of where they were most uncomfortable. And they can start processing it differently. Instead of just beating on it over and over, being angry, angry. Angry gets you tired. It's exhausting. It is exhausting when you just keep feeding that hungry ghost of anger. I remember this guy told me he was a bitter individual. And he told me he was very young and he remembered when his dad walked out on him. And he suffered with abandonment issues. He did, which means it got in one relationship after another and it sabotaged him. Mm -hmm. And so it was everybody else's fault because it felt the person was going to leave him anyway, so I'll leave that person before they leave me. So it was this cycle just going around and around and around. I guess it's almost like Russian roulette or something. I don't know. But abandonment issues is, I would suggest to anybody with abandonment issues, find a positive affirmation. I don't care. This was one I used years ago by Louise Hay. I read her book. And it's every day in every way. I am getting better and better. And then you start from there. Because every day is another day and another chance to change whatever that is that you need to change. So I'm going to continue reading this wonderful book because I'm learning so, so much. But those childhood wounds are real. And as long as we try to ignore those, those childhood dreams, we'll continue the pattern, the behavior, and the habits that are direct results of those childhood traumas. So, if you would like to know more about her, you can go to Grammarly Depot, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y, D-E-P-O-T dot com. My divine salutes your divine. Namaste.